Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Well, hello. It's been a while and my regular listeners are probably not my regular listeners anymore. You've probably, oh goodness knows, life happens. Uh, You may have thought I've dropped off a cliff and why would that even matter? to me or to anyone, least of all to you. Uh, So why am I here? Well, it's been a long break and I said it was the end. I'm not sure if I said it was the end as in ever or just the end for now, because nothing is ever entirely final, is it? And I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) That's helpful, Shell. Uh, Why don't you just make it up like you normally do? Okay, I'll do that. Okay, you can tell I'm in a flippant frame of mind, as as I often am, and I quite like being in this frame of mind. It's uh, it's my default position, I think. Hmm. Could be a psychologist could read all sorts into that, but we're not going to do that, are we? Uh, so why am I here? I'm here because I I kind of have been intending to be back here for a goodly while say maybe a month or more uh, and the evidence for that that I'm aware of is that I've had this tab open for that long I don't know about you but I I have this terrible habit of opening tabs and instead of just going into my history uh, or saving it to some bookmark thing I don't really get bookmarks I mean I get them but I don't just looks like another mess and I forget to go there anyway instead of doing that I leave all these tabs open on my browser window and and more than that I, I only like to do this when I'm on near the desktop and I haven't wanted to be near a desktop in ages ages and ages and ages and ages and that's part of the reason I stopped doing the podcast because I just reached a point where I thought do you know what I like to be outside I like to be in the garden, I like to be doing things, I like to see the light, I like to be in the light, and my work was becoming focused on this square thing in front of me, this screen, which isn't square, as you know, rectangular, but um, you get the gist. And in a dark, you know, it's a nice-ish space, but it's a dark space, there's no window here, And I was becoming, instead of just doing the work I love doing, you know, I know we all have to do this. We all have to do things we don't like. Do we? Do we? I See, that's the question I've been asking is, really? Do we? And I was spending so much time on social media, doing reels and figuring out what the hell a reel was on Instagram and podcast interviews with other people, which is lovely. Um, And you know, farming out stuff to a VA to manage my social media so I didn't have to do it all the time, you know, and I would supply the stuff, but then 
not the daily go to Canva, create something pretty, upload it, you know, all of that. Just I began to think, what is this about? This this isn't my life. And, and I also, here's the other thing, my clients, so all of this is was what coaches, business coaches, it's the myriad of stuff that you're supposed to do in this modern world to raise your profile and uh, build your brand and basically get more customers, get more clients and, and more perfect clients and ideal clients. And, and I was on this I realized I was on another treadmill. I'd got off of one treadmill and I was on another one. And I thought, whoa, hang on just a minute there. And I looked at the outcomes of all that work in terms of the clients that had come through that route of, I don't know who you are, but hey, I just heard a podcast or I just read something you wrote or or I saw, found you on social media. And I looked at the percentage of those people versus the percentage of people that simply came via referral because someone else said I was amazing. And those people would come and they would just just be easy. And, and I don't mean, like, I just mean they wouldn't go, oh, well, I don't think it would be that much or how much or mm, I'll think about it for a week. And, and they wouldn't, you know, because that was it. Part of it was I don't want to be persuading anybody of anything. Is that true, Jenny? Well, of course, you know, we all want to persuade people of our point of view, but you know what I mean? When it comes to working with me, it's like, I, I don't want this to be hard work. Really? If it's not a no-brainer for you, if it's not what you absolutely want and desire, oh, I don't want to persuade you. I don't want to be, you know, my first job, you know how I love to change tack right in the middle of a sentence. My first job out of university that I loved was in advertising. It was actually in recruitment advertising, which not a lot of people know exists. But my dream was to work in advertising. And I used to love the whole way that you use images and words to persuade people to do things. And at the beginning, it's really exciting, this whole psychological manipulation, frankly. I think I've talked about this before. Which eventually wore off because you start to think, hang on a minute, isn't this psychological manipulation? We're persuading people to do things that they might not be in their best interest, that they might not really want to do, that they might not like when they get there. Uh, I, not for me anymore. And it's come full circle and was doing it in a different way and going, oh, yeah, but I'm persuading people to do things that are really good for them and I have my their best intention, best interests at heart and I'm well-intentioned and, and I do a good job and they'll get amazing outcomes and persuading myself. But actually, if someone doesn't, like they're not 100% going, I have to work with you because my best friend, wife, husband, whoever says I have to work with you, then... It really doesn't matter. You'll find someone else. I'll find someone else. So the end of this particular very long sentence is I thought, oh God, you know, I just do referrals. I don't, I'm not going to put myself out there anymore. People have been, people did message me to begin with going, hmm, you haven't been on social media for a while. Hmm, you stopped podcasting. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
because it wasn't how I wanted to live my life. I was spending way too much time in this little box of a room with on this screen in order to, I mean, hours upon hours upon hours of, oh, hang on a minute, I'm gonna do this, gonna do this, pounding my keyboard and getting RSI with my mouse around the screen and learning this new thing and trying to get my head round and oh no, should I invest in some new kit? Like, should this podcast be more slick, more professional, better sound quality, you know, and, and should I soundproof and have a better mic? And yes, probably, if I wanted a hugely professional, slick operation, and I was a professional podcaster, which I'm clearly not, then yes to all of those, but none of that. I just want to do what I want to do and I that's kind of how I work with people that work with me it's like well, what do you want to do not what do you think you should do what everybody else says you should be doing what you think the world says you should be doing and it if that's like messes with your head and you think oh don't be ridiculous live in the real world Shirley that's fine that's your real world but I heard a fabulous phrase the other day and this is based on the neuroscience of the way our brains work this isn't just fanciful fluffy stuff i shared this with a new client this morning i'll look back to that in a moment and the phrase is this we're used to hearing the phrase seeing is believing no ah, yeah seeing is believing in other words i doubt this i doubt this when it happens yeah i'll believe it that phrase gets used a lot yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. So therefore, seeing is believing, whereas believing is seeing. In other words, whatever you believe is the truth of your life, of, of what you want in it, what is in it, is what's in it. And I took a decision. What I wanted in my life was not what I was, what was, I was believing all this stuff, oh God, I have to do this. Why? I just swapped one treadmill for a new treadmill. And so you might think, okay, so why are you back here then? And the truth is, I kind of like, I always liked the podcast. It just became, I, I turned it into a problem for myself in that I committed to do once a day, every day. Uh, but the, the the intention was because someone told me, oh, you do it once a day, every day, um, then you'll get all the clients. But my motivation for doing it was wrong. It wasn't, I didn't sit comfortably. It wasn't, I wasn't in integrity with myself. And as I said to my new client the other day, if I'm not in, in integrity with me, then I can't be in integrity with you. So new client, mentoring. Do you like my pauses? Have you missed my pauses? My pauses while I gather my, where shall I start this next sentence, which happens occasionally when I draw breath, which isn't often. As I said, a number of people have asked me about, oh, where are you, you know, what's happening? And I had stopped, ah, yeah, that's not what I want to do anymore. And, and I've had this browser window open for ages thinking, hmm, Maybe I'll do the pod. Maybe I will start it again. I'll just do what I've always done, which is what I'm doing now, which is just randomly clicking on record. There's no set time. Like it went in 
finish exactly the same every time, you know, because it's scripted and planned and, and we know that it's 29 minutes and 33 seconds or whatever it is. Uh, it's as long as it is. That's how long it is. And there's no plan about what I'm going to talk about. I don't even know. I hit record and I do not know. Usually, I do not know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. But this this new client who randomly did not come through a referral for some somehow she's tracked me down. Goodness knows how because I really have stepped off the grid. And I'm glad she, she because she's just perfect. She's just my kind of client, and and I appear to be her kind of coach therapist. Call me what you will. Um, so it's all good. And she said, "Oh, well, you stop doing. I've just." I just found your podcast and you stopped doing it. And I went, hmm. So she's the prompt for me beginning again. And not a lot will change. It will be pretty much what it was before. Exactly as I've just described, I will hit record. And sometimes it will be about a specific burning issue in my head. And I thought I was gonna do something like that this morning, but you know the way the day changes. I had, oh, I'm going to do that thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you what, what was in my head that I was going to do and then went, nah, let's not do that. I know I will. So very quickly, because I've got a little bit of time, I was invited to take part in a work working group which is working on kind of, this sounds weird, it is a bit weird really, but um, you heard of BSI, the British Standards Institute? I think they still call themselves that, I think that's what it stands for. Um, they used to be on things like, maybe this is pre-Brexit time, you know, like an electrical plug would conform to a BSI standard, for example. And um, bear with me a second, I just want to pick something up off the floor. There we go. Uh, and so it's, it struck me as odd, like, well, BSI, what's that got to do with menopause? And they wanted me to take part in this group, which is about setting some kind of standard for employers to work as, as a tool for best practice, I guess, within the workplace around menopause. But they, will, they will linked it with menstruation. I get that biologically. And I thought, to me, I thought, hmm, weird putting menstruation and menopause and all these policies together. And then I kind of I thought, oh, okay, I get why it's not weird. You know, just because I'm not no longer menstruating doesn't mean it's not hugely relevant to vast swathes of the female population and other genders too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but there was a, I thought, oh no, yeah, it's just because you're, yeah, just not important to you anymore. It's really important to other people. So, so dismiss that that slight odd feeling you have, Shirley. Just ignore that. It's it's nothing. And so I've gone on, and I went to the the first meeting online Zoom, and they had said to they sent out an initial email going, oh, can people let us know what dates they'll be available, what days of the week, times, blah blah blah. So they'd gone to the effort of asking us, and I went to the first meeting and and then they moved the time to a time that i've never said i could do um and they've committed and done that regularly so i i now can't attend the fiscal meetings i just 
get sent copies of the updated version of the document they're creating and I send in my my two penneth but today the penny dropped I thought oh I know why you don't like this link with menstruation and it's because that is looking at menopause as a biological like from a biological perspective this and I get that and you think well it is it is of course it is it is a biological part of a woman's journey through life. But linking it with menstruation, I thought, ah, I know why I'm not comfortable with this because one of, the, and it's a really good document and the contributions have been excellent. But the one thing that's missing, and I thought, oh, they're talking about inclusion and, you know, how women need to feel more comfortable and take away the stigma of menopause so that we can talk about it. And I, I listened back, this uh, this comes back to my new client, who said to me she'd listened to a podcast interview I'd done with the Good Girl Confessional, which was some months back. Um, and I thought, oh, I sometimes think, what did I say on that podcast? I went, I'd gone back to it and didn't listen to the whole thing because it's over an hour. And it's on YouTube if you want to pick it up or on the Good Girl Confessional. You can find them via WB40 on Instagram. Uh, Anyway, we got into conversation about menopause because that's what it was about. And Sandy Laris, who was who's the podcast, the, you know, she runs the Good Girl Confessional, the magazine. She's the editor, the founder, the everything. Um, she's fabulous. And um, she'd quite rightly made the point that one of the reasons women don't feel comfortable raising the issue of menopause in the workplace or any of the problems they might be experiencing, especially in relation to anxiety, the brain fog, the loss of focus, the anxiety, the, the oh my God, I can't do this anymore. My brain's gone. I've lost myself. I Total loss of self-esteem, you know, everything crashes. And you think, well, that's quite serious. Why wouldn't you mention that? And it's not just about stigma relating to menopause, which is the biological piece, is to do with the age, and this doesn't apply to, I know, women who are, have a, a medically or clinically induced menopause, or, or the rare women who are unfortunate enough to have early menopause. I'm talking about women in their 50s. One of the biggest reasons they don't bring it up is because that's just another stick to beat us with when we're beginning to deal with ageism. We're, we're, we're already dealing with sexism, you know, trying to break through glass ceilings, trying to be taken seriously. You know, we may be having success on that front and then ageism starts to kick in. And what does menopause do but plays into all the stereotypes, all the mistaken assumptions of what age does to a person? That suddenly you become incapable because you can't think straight, because your mind's going, you're past it, over the hill, lost the plot, uh, not to be trusted with senior roles that require decision making and quick thinking. Only young people can do that. That's the reason for the stigma with women, at, you know, maybe not all women, but certainly women who are in the higher management levels in demanding jobs, 
the last thing they want is another, oh, here, have another reason to discriminate against me because there is no protection at all for any of us for age discrimination. Doesn't exist. Yes, we're not allowed to discriminate on the basis of gender, sexuality, disability, but age, you can do what you damn well like. And there, my friend, is the little snippet of a lesson that took me 12 minutes probably to get to, but they, if you've been listening before, you know what you're gonna get. And if you're new and you like it, it's all gonna be more of the same. Uh, and if you don't, then you've already tuned out. So thank you, glad to be back. I haven't yet decided how frequently I'm gonna do this, probably once a week, and I will set it up as a regular day so you'll know when that will be. It's It might be Wednesday, but it could be Tuesday. I haven't decided yet. Uh, and I'm going on holiday for a week and a bit. So there won't be one next week. But I just wanted to record this episode to say it's coming back. Revelation will be back in the room. And if it's this is your kind of stuff, then welcome on board. Great to have you here. Uh, I like to think we're a very select group, a very lovely group. Um, and yeah, look forward to the next episode. And I hope you do too. And thanks for bearing with me. And I hope those of you who have dropped off because you think I've died or fallen off a cliff, um, which probably would kill me, actually. Uh, I'm back and I'd like you to be back too. So um, take care. Hope you have a lovely day. And I'm going to have a great holiday in the magnificent uh, county of Northumberland. Thank you. Bye.